0: Support for Kansas City Today comes from Grandma's Office Catering, delivering made-from-scratch hot meals and individual boxed lunches for fast distribution to offices, warehouses, and factories, even on nights and weekends. Details are at grandmascatering.com.
1: This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nugia-Dean. Today is Friday, December 2nd. Coming up, model trains run year-round at
0: Union Station.
1: But during the holiday season, the exhibit expands from 8,000 square feet to 10,000 square feet.
0: So it is a magical world. All the layouts have multiple levels, so little kids can get down up close and personal.
1: We'll meet some of the volunteers who help bring that holiday magic to life. And Kansas City arcades took a big hit during the pandemic, but now pinball wizards, both new and old, are coming back in force. I get to see the growth, you know, based in quarters. And so people are putting more quarters in the games. And so that tells me it's, uh, it's healthy, it's alive and well. We'll hear about Kansas City's growing pinball scene. But first, some headlines. Local doctors warn that peaking rates of influenza may continue into next year. KCUR's Noah Border reports rates of respiratory illnesses are generally high.
2: At the University of Kansas Health System, there are currently 42 admissions with the flu. That includes four kids. Infectious disease expert Matt Schumacher says they don't often see such high case numbers until January or February. This year, cases hit that level around late October.
0: You know, one thing that folks need to know is that the most effective prevention for influenza is vaccination. So strongly encourage everybody to get their influenza vaccinations as well as their their COVID bivalent boosters.
2: Some locations providing the Tamiflu influenza treatment are reporting shortages.
1: Kansas City's extreme weather plan kicked in yesterday, just in time for below freezing temperatures beginning today. The plan calls for the city and five area organizations to add beds and staff to shelter people regardless of temperature all day, every day, until February 28th. Hope Faith Homeless Assistance Campus added 80 cots to its facility, which normally only shelters people during the day. Executive Director Doug Langner says even with added capacity, it'll be a challenge to meet demand for beds.
0: If we We know someone else has nowhere else to go. We aren't going to let someone suffer outside.
1: The Kansas City Council allotted $1.3 million for the plan last month. Teenagers looking for help with eating disorders will soon have another option for care in Johnson County. For the Shawnee Mission Post, Kyle Palmer reports. The Shawnee City Council this week unanimously approved a special use permit paving the way for a new residential treatment clinic in the western half of the city. California-based Discovery Behavioral Health specializes in helping young adults manage eating disorders with both inpatient and residential programs. The clinic will serve up to 24 patients at a time who can stay a maximum of 45 days. The clinic's special use permit will come up for review annually. Union Station has one of the largest model rail exhibits in the United States, with more than 80 trains of all sizes. And starting in October each year, the display gets even bigger, as more trains are added for the holiday season.
2: KCUR's Laura Spencer reports. Decorating for the holidays at Union Station starts in October. Outside, oversized wreaths on the windows, and inside, dozens of decorated Christmas trees, including one that's about 40 feet tall.
0: When you consider Union Station, as we now look at almost 25 years of its reopening, this is considered Kansas City's lobby. It's front door. More importantly, it is our home.
2: George Costello is the president and CEO.
0: So when you have to decorate and welcome people to your home for the holidays, ours just takes a little bit longer.
2: There are lights that stretch to the ceiling, singing reindeer and large mirrored ornaments. And for the holidays, an expanded model train exhibit. It features snow-covered villages complete with tiny plastic ice skaters on a pond, dramatic terrain, and thousands of sparkling lights.
0: All the layouts have multiple levels, so little kids can get down up close and personal, little bit larger kids can experience, and then the parents can just feel part of it.
2: About 50 volunteers design, maintain, and build the model train exhibit year-round. During the holiday season, 8,000 square feet of model trains expands to 10,000 square feet and more than 100
0: trains. But I try to come in, oh, once a week or every other week, and uh, during the holidays, it's pretty much every day.
2: Bob Crown drives in from Lawrence. He says some volunteers repair engines, others paint snowy mountain scenes. His main job, to make sure the trains are running.
0: Just do the horn. That's a horn sounding to go across the crossing, Warn the cars.
2: Crown says when he was seven or eight years old, he got an American Flyer model train for Christmas trains still bring him a lot of joy.
0: And when you see the children that come through and if you're here running your trains and letting them run your trains with you and their smile and the happiness and the parents and the whole holiday tradition of so to speak, that's our pat on the back and that's our thank you.
2: Sandra Clayman stands next to a village scene where she's been placing small houses. Clayman's dad collected trains, and every year for Christmas, he and her mom would bring them up from the basement. They would set up, and it was a three, three and a half week process. He constructed a platform. The Christmas tree went on it, and it had tunnels. Clayman's dad died earlier this year, and her mom decided to donate his train set to Union Station. He'd grown up in Kansas City and left by train to serve in the Army during World War II. She says it's her turn to set up the trains this year. I'm learning a little more about setting up the track and, you know, dealing with, uh, you know, how to change stuff on the trains and everything. Ted Sheerhart. Ted Shearhart sits in a workshop wearing a blue and white striped engineer's cap. He's surrounded by boxes of Lionel trains, wires, and tools and trains in all stages of repair. Shearhart has headed up the model train display since 2005. So we would start Labor Day weekend and we would build and get it ready by Thanksgiving. It would take us that long and then all this had to have wires. Everything had to be wired, and we had all this stuff. These days, the process of installing all that stuff goes a little bit faster. Volunteers start working closer to Halloween to get the holiday display ready to open before Thanksgiving. And Shearhart says with an influx of donations and volunteers with lots of ideas, there will always be something new to see. For KCUR 893 I'm Laura Spencer. <laughs>
1: Holiday Reflections at Union Station, which includes access to the model train gallery, is open through January 1st. Across the Kansas City metro, pinball machines are ringing to life in arcades, bars, and home basements. KCUR's Carlos Moreno reports on how this nostalgic pastime is bringing fans new and old together again.
0: Carrie Wing is in her element. She stands over Laser Q, an old-school pinball game navigating a silver ball around its intergalactic course with ease.
1: So it's very satisfying, and it has a fun rule set and, like, a funky layout.
0: The machine is one of many crammed into the darkened basement of Solid State Pinball Supply at Troost and 30th. Wing works as a pinball technician here, but she's also a player, a great one, ranked 46th in the world. And earlier this month, she was crowned the 2022 Pinball Champion of Kansas City.
1: It's an attractive thing when you walk into a bar or restaurant and there's a shiny pinball machine with flashing lights. It attracts a lot of people. And for people like me, it's you know nostalgic.
0: There's no shortage of places for pinball wizards to congregate in the metro. Pizza West in Shawnee, the 403 Club in Kansas City, Kansas, Kincaid in Oak Park Mall, and Main Street Pinball in Grain Valley. Like so many social activities, though, the pinball scene lost its momentum during the pandemic. But finally, the lights and sounds are coming back on, and Wing says the community is stronger than before.
1: I get to see the growth, you know, based in quarters. And so people are putting more quarters in the games, and so that tells me it's, uh, it's healthy, it's alive and well.
0: The city's largest collection of consoles, at least publicly, can be found at solid state. There's Rick and Morty, The Walking Dead, even a vintage Top Gun knockoff called Gold Wings. Owner Nick Greenup started collecting pinball machines about 15 years ago, fixing them up and running tournaments. We take everything off the top of the play field, clean it, wax it, put everything back, make sure it all works good. Then underneath, underneath there's tons of wires and parts and we make sure all that's rebuilt and clean and working well. He decided to open a full-sized arcade in 2020, right before the pandemic hit. He wasn't sure if the business would survive. But the opposite happened. Greenup saw people emerge with a renewed appreciation for arcades and the sense of togetherness they offered. And Pinball, with all its 80s and 90s nostalgia, was the perfect game for the moment. But it's, it's just something physical, it's like a really cool toy for... All ages, you know. It just, it kind of hits all the key things. It's got the sound, the light shows. You got the physical buttons and the plungers and moving balls. I mean, all that. Like someone who's only played video games, this is a completely different thing. Greenup says it's not just the competitive scene that's returned. The entire pinball economy is thriving in Kansas City. He can't fix up machines fast enough to keep up with the demand. Within the last year. It's been, you know, games are on there for five minutes. I met up with repairman Chris Moore for a service call in the basement of an Overland Park house. He installed a new wire connector housing and light bulbs into a 14-year-old Shrek pinball game. There's never a common repair. Every machine is, is different. Every machine will test your abilities. Moore was a party DJ and a truck driver before turning to pinball repair. People in their 40s grew up with arcade machines. Our age group is kind of unique in that way that we grew up with all these machines. So people get nostalgic and they want a place to go to play them. Moore says he gets a lot of repair calls just before the holidays. Families remember their long forgotten machines gathering dust in the basement and want to fix them up to play with their kids or their grandkids. A complicated machine that's a portal to a simpler time. It's definitely, in my opinion, one of the last pieces of Americana is pinball. It's still American-made. While we're talking, Moore's phone goes off. His ringtone, of course, is a pinball machine. That's another customer on the line, eager to buy a game for himself. For KCUR 89.3, I'm Carlos Moreno.
1: And today, we want to say goodbye to one of KCUR's most beloved employees, Dan Margulies. Dan has been a reporter for 38 years, and now he's retiring, shortly after his 70th birthday. Dan has covered health and legal issues at KCUR since 2014. He's been so helpful to everyone at the station, including me personally, whenever I had a question about a court case or legal jargon. How do we feel about Dan leaving the newsroom? Here it is in Dan's own words. But suffice it to say that,
2: yeah, um, I'm fucked.
1: Thank you, Dan, for everything. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi inuji Dean. This podcast is produced by Byron Love and KCUR Studios and edited by Lisa Rodriguez and Gabe Rosenberg. To read Laura's story on the holiday train display and Carlos's story on pinball, visit kcur.org, where you can find more local news from Kansas City's NPR station. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week. You listen to Kansas City Today every day because we're your local, reliable news source. You take us seriously, but now it's time to have some fun. Join us at our annual benefit, Radioactive, on June 14th. NPR's All Things Considered host, Ari Shapiro, is the featured guest at this party, and it's gonna be bumping. You gotta be there. Sponsorship packages and ticket information are available at kcur.org slash radioactive.